0: You're listening to the Embrace Running Podcast. I'm Mark.
1: I'm Elena, and this is episode number 210 for November 3rd, 2016.
0: Welcome back. It's kind of weird. I realized it's it's November. The year is coming to a close very, very quickly here.
1: So we're going to have to um, start looking at goals again for next year, huh? And looking at the wow. goals I, I, for I, this year, I guess.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't want to look at goals from, from this past year. I don't oh, want to okay. have to stand in judgment of myself because I know that won't be a good answer, but... But yeah, <laughs> so what do we got today? Uh Catch up on us, of course. Um We will talk about some a few running news stories from the past a little bit. I don't even know what time frame we're covering here. I'm um, going to talk a little bit about shoes, kind of a take it back to the beginner thing. And then we will finish it off with a little bit of a race recap from our Morgan Hill half marathon and bike tour. Actually mm-hmm. hopped on a bike, so that's very different for us. So that's the plan. Let's go ahead and straight away jump into it, uh, catch up with you. What's going on?
1: Um, Doing some running. Don't really have a, a specific training plan right now, so just kind of winging it, I guess, or not necessarily training, although I should be training. But <laughs> anyways, don't really have a specific training plan, so just, just getting out there and running a couple, a few days a week. I wouldn't say a couple, but probably been more like five days a week, so being more consistent with that. Not a huge mileage, but...
0: Um. It is that kind of... That time of the year. A lot of people have finished off their their fall marathons. Yeah. Like a lot of a lot of big races in October we always say. So now's kind of a natural time with getting busy for the holidays, kinda of cutting back. You know, a lot of people don't have big races until the spring. Right. It's a natural time to kinda of not be training in air quotes.
1: Yeah. Although I do have a potential big race that I may do in December that I need to figure out some training for. So maybe that's what I'll be doing this weekend is trying to figure that out. So, but yeah, doing some running, um, getting on the bike a little bit too, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about later and falling off the bike a couple times, <laughs> just getting used to the whole, you know, I don't know, just getting used to the bike, uh-huh. you know? So, uh, yeah. Clipping in and out and that sort of thing. Just not used to, to that whole situation. So I, I'm kind of a klutzy person just in general. So that's getting some, some scrapes and bruises and stuff, but nothing broken, thankfully. Um, I did actually make it out to um, a Fleet Feet run this past week and uh, got to try some, some new shoes, some some Ultras, which I've actually never tried. I'm pretty sure, unless Kimberly finds an old episode where I mentioned that i <laughs> I'm <tried them. laughs> pretty sure I've never tried any Ultras before, so I tried some some Ultra Torrin 2.5, um, which actually felt really good. So I did, I think, like three miles in them. Um, they're zero drop, which is different for me, mm-hmm. um, but they felt pretty good. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't you know, go out and run 20 miles in them like the next day, you know, but felt pretty good for three miles. Didn't really feel any, any niggles or anything. Um, ultras are the ones that kind of have the, I guess you would call them wide toe box, but they wouldn't call them wide. It's just more natural, natural. According yeah, exactly. Not narrow. Um, and then the Torrens are actually pretty high cushioning. So I could tell that they felt, they felt cushy. They didn't feel fast, but they felt cushy. So yeah, they felt pretty good. It definitely made me, um, take a look at ultra shoes online. And we actually went out to, um, We were at a sports store like a couple of days later and I was looking at them in the store and stuff. So I didn't buy any or anything, but Mm -hmm. yeah, they felt pretty good. So maybe something I look at later to rotate through my, my Brooks. I don't know.
0: Did your toes feel like they had, oh, so much room.
1: It felt very luxurious (laughs) for my toes. Yeah. Really luxurious. First class. Yeah. First class. My toes were like, Ooh, yeah, we've been upgraded. Um, And then actually ended up uh, running about a mile of that with uh, Zach Bitter Mm -hmm. because he's, uh, you know, sponsored by Ultra and. Out there doing the whole demo thing with the shoes, so got to talk to him a little bit about um, his running. And this was a couple days before he was going to head out to Hevelina 100 and run that, so it's pretty cool. Um, you know, I could actually stay around with him, literally around with him, right? But, yeah, for about a mile, so that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and, it's actually kind of cool because he's obviously an ultra runner and. That kind of was sounded super confusing. He's an ultra runner. He runs for Ultra, the shoe company, and he's one of their reps. So if you happen yeah. to be here in the West Coast and you're going to one of these demo runs or one of the Ultra events... Um, you'll definitely see him. You'll probably run into him, yeah. which is kind of cool Because
1: we've seen him uh, yeah. repping Ultra at before. other events before. So, so yeah, uh, what else? I think last... Was it last time that we talked about registering for races?
0: I think so, yes. Yeah, and
1: I don't think I mentioned another race that I registered for, which is the, the mermaid trail run actually on December 10th. So mermaid is, um, uh, uh, women's specific series. They don't Mm -hmm. exclude men. Um, but you know, women's specific series and, um, they have kind of, they this is actually the first trail run that they're, tour race that they're doing. So it's kind of exciting, but they do like road races. They also do a, a bike, um, race. I don't know if they call it a tour. I'm not sure. And then also like a duathlon triathlon, Um, in a couple of different locations. So, so yeah, so definitely jumped on that. So I'll be doing, I think it's a nine miler. I think the options were three, six, and nine. So I did the the nine miler. Um, so excited for that. And then I actually do have, um, a discount if for, for any of the races, um, 15% off. So the code is ELENA15, all caps, so E-L-E-N-A-1-5, and that includes the the trail race in December, um, and then there's actually one, there's a road race in San Francisco coming up pretty quick, actually, um, just a week away from now, so if anybody is in the area, wants to do a race in San Francisco, that one's available, and then there's one in uh, San Diego that's open for registration, too, that is next year, and then there's more events coming up next year, so we'll have that information on our webpage, too, yep. if you want to access, if you're not able to write down the the discount code right now and you want to access that so but yeah so i'm excited about that so nine mile trail race in december so
0: nine miles kind of cold distance it is i mean i, I always i don't I, think i've
1: ever done a like nine mile race before
0: no because it's an odd done a 15k yeah which is
1: pretty close but yeah
0: yeah i, I always talk nice about distance. i love 10 milers but I guess if you're on the trail, nine sounds good. That's like pretty close to 10 on the road, right?
1: Yeah. And it's yeah. And it's not a half. No. yeah. You know, so usually when you're you know running a half, kind of like around nine or 10, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of ready to be done. So hopefully that doesn't happen then, like a <laughs> mile seven this time. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't really looked at the course too much. So I don't really know like what, you know, what it looks like in terms of the technicality or elevation. But yeah, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's pretty much it for, for me for this week. What about you?
0: Um, not too much actually going on with me. Just kind of same old routine. Nothing special. Just trying to get back into the groove or stay in the groove. I don't know the best way to describe that. Um, yeah, that's really it. I really have nothing special or interesting <laughs> to share. It's actually, I think the last episode I had talked about spending a bunch of time researching races and trying to plan for, for next year. And I think since that podcast, I've spent zero time looking at races and trying to plan for next year. So, um, it's just one of those I got busy at, at work and it's kind of been busy the last week or so and so I haven't really had time for that. So yeah, that's kind of it. Um, I do want to mention because somebody asked me, we, we talked about that we signed up for the Tahoe Trifecta mm-hmm. which is going to be next... October. Thank you. Forgot. I forgot. I knew it was September or October. Yeah. We talked about doing a half marathon on Friday and one on Saturday one on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Somebody did ask the question, hey, is that all on the same course or is that three separate courses and it is... Three separate courses. It's actually three separate half marathons right? Um, all around Lake Tahoe, but it's actually three um, separate ones and they do each have their own name to, to the half and you can show up and just run one of them over the weekend. So yeah, just wanted to clarify because I don't think I was too clear on that and that's a very good point because mm-hmm. that would actually be really boring.
1: Like the same exact The same course, half three, three days times. in a row. Yeah.
0: I, I certainly, I don't think would sign up for something like that. So
1: yeah, it's one of the, one of the nice things about it is just you get to see a different part of... The lake each day. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: All right. Let's jump into it here. Uh, races from this past weekend. Havelina 100, Havelina 100. That's how it's supposed to be. Uh, Marine Corps marathon, which I did see lots of stuff online about RNR LA, Cape Cod marathon, Osaka marathon, and Niagara Falls marathon, which sounds interesting.
1: Does sound interesting.
0: So, um, let's get into some stories. Uh, we'll start with Dave Mackey, kind of a, Sad, crazy, bittersweet. I don't know. Story. Don't know. Yeah. You want to describe yeah. this? You want me to describe this? You can describe it. Um, Dave Mackey, very well known elite runner. Ultra right? runner. Ultra runner. Yep. Um, was basically involved in an accident. I guess it was at the beginning of this year.
1: Uh, last year. Last year? It was last year. Yeah.
0: Um, which left him extremely banged up, especially, um, his legs. And he's been through since then. Numerous surgeries. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the number is. I don't know yeah. if it's seven surgeries, 13 uh, surgeries. Yeah, it was definitely number.
1: the double digits, but I don't remember the exact number.
0: Um, and the farthest he got back was basically being able to bike, but in terms of not really, not able to run. Um, I think still walking with a limp, mm-hmm. pretty noticeable limp. Um, he actually, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't remember where he posted it exactly, but he's made the decision to amputate his leg, mm-hmm. which is basically, going to allow him to get back to running and getting back to kind of the most normal functions of life mm-hmm. in terms of you know he'll be able to walk without you know a, a huge limp um, obviously being able to get back to running and hopefully
1: uh, like being able to go about day-to-day stuff pain-free mm-hmm. as far as that goes yeah the pain He's, thing was definitely yeah.
0: the, a major factor
1: yeah and it, um, below the knee We didn't say that, so below the knee amputation, yeah.
0: So it's just, you know, it's one of those things, it's just crazy having Mm -hmm. to make that type of decision. I mean, it's crazy having the accident um, happen in the first place, but then to kind of be so banged up. So you go through all these surgeries, and in the end, you have to make this decision to kind of amputate. And then, you know, it's kind of something that just seems, I'm sure to some people that just must seem insane. Um, But he's obviously making the best decision for him and his family. And so right. wish him the best of luck. I don't remember exactly what the day of the surgery is, but it's coming up here any day now. I don't think it's happened yet. Yeah, it has. Okay. Yep.
1: Yeah, it happened. So, I think it, I think it, I think it was either Tuesday or Wednesday, but it did happen already. So.
0: Well, I knew it was November. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, other news on the Zach better. We were already talked about real quick, but go ahead.
1: Oh yeah. Um, so he actually did run heavily in hundred, which, um, you know, mentioned earlier and actually set a new course record of 13 30 28. So that's yeah, crazy fast. Um, sounded like he was looking strong the entire time. And, um, from what I could tell from social media and people that were out there did seem like it was a a pretty warm, I'll call it a day, even though he was done in way less (laughs) than that, but, um, it did seem like it was a a pretty warm day that you kind of had to, had to deal with. So, uh, congrats to him for the new course record out there.
0: Uh, other elite running news um back to rita jepp who we've talked about before
1: Mm -hmm. it's been a little while but yeah um so just a refresher she uh had tested positive for epo in 2014 um and recently just it just came out that she's actually going to serve a a four-year suspension instead of a two-year suspension um they're citing reasons for that being extended due to aggravating circumstances um, that she hid information about visits to her doctor from her coach and manager, um, also cited as being deceptive and obstructive during proceedings. Um, she had won the 2013-2014 World Marathon Majors Championship, um, which comes with a $500,000 award. She never got the prize, um, so that doesn't have to be returned. Um, but officials announced that the title of the money will now go to Edna Kiplagat of Kenya. And then, of course, she was you know, stripped of her her individual marathon um, wins for for that year as well uh which was chicago and in, in boston for 2014 so just uh you know and then obviously in the standings people will, will move up mm-hmm. but you know it's kind of a bummer that that's how it happens right you know, I mean you Martin don't want
0: to win like that exactly um yeah i mean i will say that i i will confess i didn't read kind of all the articles straight through it's a little bit weird to be kind of getting a two-year suspension and then it turns into a four-year right. suspension Although I have no love lost for anybody who cheats, it's a little bit weird, kind of getting two and then turning into four. Um, So that's that's a little bit weird. I'd rather it would have just been four at the start or a lifetime ban. Um,
1: Although it sounds like some of that, some of the factors leading up to it being four instead of two was the way like behavior that was exhibited during proceedings. I guess. That's the term they used, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't
1: know how that works out, but.
0: Like I said, it's not like I'm going to be upset because somebody got cheating, got an extra, you know, two years, but it it just seems a little bit weird to me on the outside, so. Anything else on that one? Nope. Okay. Um, That's kind of all the news stories that we wanted to talk about from this week Mm -hmm. um, that made the cut. So, before we could talk about the race recap, um, I was just, Running Warehouse actually had a pretty good article about shoes in terms of what type of shoe you should be wearing. And so I was just going to talk about that real quick, kind of as a reminder for people that know, or if you're a new runner listening to this, this might make some sense based on your experiences going into a running store. Um, should start off by saying, if you need running shoes, especially if you're new to running, you should probably go to a running specialty store. Mm-hmm. Um, don't go to random, whatever, Bob's sporting goods on the corner downtown, whatever that might be. Um, go to an actual, running specialty retailer is that the best way to describe it um and you probably don't want to buy your first pair of shoes online
1: (laughs) yeah i would not recommend even
0: though buying shoes online is um extremely popular so um so let's just mention the classifications of shoes that you'll probably run into and encounter um at any running store or shopping for shoes online um the big three that you're basically there's kind of ways to extend these categories a little bit yeah um Roadrunner Sports is the one that comes to mind. is the one that kind of really expands these into their, I think they call them plus categories. Um, but you're basically looking at neutral, stability, or motion control shoes. So pronation is the inward rolling of the foot as it makes contact with the ground and varies for each runner. So if you're a neutral runner, uh, it means that you do not overpronate, meaning you do not roll too far inward, or you supinate, roll outward as you are running. Simply means that your ankle remains aligned as you pass through the gait cycle. Um, so if you're a neutral runner, you're going to basically be put in some neutral shoes. Right. When you go in there to get checked out when they look at you. Um, stability shoes are those that are designed for a runner who pronates past the point of neutral. Um, this is known as overpronation. Um, and these shoes are designed with supportive features in the midsole. Um a lot of times they have lots of different fancy names for things that they, they add for that. Right. Um, but basically the shoe for, for mild or moderate overpronation. And then so
1: that's, that's the stability.
0: Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then you come in a motion control shoes, which is designed for the severe overpronator, uh, a runner who rolls drastically inward during the gait cycle. Um, these shoes kind of get a little more heavy duty in their support features, uh, trying to correct for that overpronation. So those are basically the three big categories that you're gonna run into. Mm-hmm. Uh, most running stores that you go into, somebody's gonna have you probably gonna have you walk and look at your gate. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna have you hop on a treadmill or run in the store. You might might look like a little bit of a dork running around the store sometimes, but that's how we kind of check these things out.
1: A lot of times you're not the only one doing it, so
0: <laughs> you could be one of ten <laughs> people running around yeah. the store, um, which is or always run- awkward running around in a in the running store. Yeah, because um, running or running, it's or running down natural. the
1: sidewalk like right in front of the store too. Yeah, I think outside
0: yeah. is actually. Um, a lot better of a way to go. I mean, I'm somebody who, um, actually does overpronate. Um, I should be in stability shoes. I say should be. <laughs> um, because I've basically, I've run in probably hokas the last two or three years. Mm-hmm. And until actually recently, all they had was neutral shoes. So that was your only option for a long time. <laughs> if you wanted to run in hokas. Uh, now there's, there's, there's more options. Um, if you're specifically looking for hokas, but, um, but yeah, that's kind of the, the, you know, basically how you're going to get fitted in a running store. That's what they're going to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get a, a general idea of that possibly by doing, uh, looking at your arches and doing a, what did you do? The, 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 the paper towel test. Yeah. Wet your feet, stick it on a paper towel gives you that nice little picture of what your arches look like. Mm-hmm. And that can kind of help guide you. But, but the best way to do it is actually get into a, a running shoe store. Um, and Let have them help them, you out. Have them, yeah, help you out. Yep. And then, you know, you could also have a very expanded conversation, which I'm not going to get into it at all, whether we should even be doing this. But this is kind of the most common, the most practiced, the most accepted way of kind of deciding what shoes you should get into. So um, just a reminder, you know, especially for new people, if you're going into a running store, a lot of times these are very much segregated on the wall. Um, like I said, I know Red Runner Sports is the one store that I can think of that expands these with, I think they call it like motion control and then they have motion control plus and stability and stability mm-hmm. plus really trying to break it down and get specific, but
1: they're pretty clearly delineated though. When you go into the store for, for them, at Road yeah. I couldn't yeah.
0: remember on um, the top of my head what it looks like on the wall. So, yeah. um, at
1: least the last time I was there, which okay. has been a few months, but
0: yeah, it is interesting in that I'm kind of going on a really random tangent here, but, um, the roadrunner sports stores that I've been into have quite a bit of stock or quite a, I don't know how much stock they have in back, but in terms of shoes available there in the store to look at, it's a lot on their wall. And then it wasn't too long ago. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a pretty good selection actually. Yeah. And then it was, it was a couple of months ago we walked into a a Fleet Feet that we've never been to, Mm -hmm. well, before or since. And I was shocked at how small the selection was.
1: Yeah. They didn't have a lot of, I was in a
0: state of shock. I was like, wow, they do not have a lot of shoes to choose from. Although it is, it was
1: a pretty small store for Fleet
0: Feet. So, but it was still just shockingly weird. So um i'll put a link to the actual article uh from running warehouse running warehouse actually had to look to make sure they still do it um if you can't get to a store you don't want to get to a store or you maybe you're looking for a second opinion um you can actually record yourself on a treadmill um from take it from behind just Mm -hmm. put the camera kind of low i think they probably tell you how to do it online um and you can email the video to running warehouse Mm -hmm. and they will actually send you back basically an analysis of your gait and what kind of shoes i think you even send them Sex, age, weight, um, and I don't know what other information they need. They'll take the video and they'll probably make some recommendations on what shoes, um, you should be running in, but they'll for sure tell you whether you're, you know, you overpronate or you supinate or whatever or it is. Or you're neutral yeah. or whatever so, it may be. And that's free. So that's why I said it's kind of a good, a good way to do it if you're nowhere mm-hmm. close to a store or you just want a second opinion, um, or you need some recommendations on shoes. Yeah. It's a good way to do it too. So can't complain there. All right. Anything else on shoes?
1: No, I don't no. have anything actually,
0: so. Okay. Um. All right. I guess we're talking about the race that we most recently completed, mm-hmm. our Morgan Hill weekend. Um.
1: The, the mushroom challenge.
0: The mushroom challenge. So I, I guess we'll start with the bike tour, right?
1: Yeah, because that's what we started with.
0: I guess we'll do it in <laughs> chronological order. So, so Morgan Hill, um, smallish race, smallish town, or city. Um, it's actually located. Obviously here in California, it's kind of a local race for us and to a certain degree. Um, south of San Jose, south of Silicon Valley, Mm -hmm. for those kind of outside of California who have no idea what we're talking about. Maybe about
1: about. what, like half hour from that?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Something like that. Um, but pretty easy to get to. So, um, Morgan Hill, it's a race that's actually, this is their seventh year,
1: I Mm -hmm. think. I think, I think you're right. Yep.
0: Um, and it's a race I've actually been trying to get out to for a while. Yeah. Because I don't know. I always saw people wearing the shirts. I always saw pictures online. You know, this is obviously people from kind of here, local, yeah, NorCal type stuff. Um, but Pretty I always good, like
1: social media presence, yeah, yeah, really
0: good presence. Thank you. Yeah. Um, which I was kind of surprised at how small the race was when we got there, but, um, I never looked at how many people actually did it. But, um, in the past, normally they had a full marathon and a half marathon. Um, and then for this year, they got rid of the full marathon. Mm-hmm. So just a half marathon, except then they added a bike tour on Saturday. Right. And then they introduced this mushroom challenge, which is if you complete the bike tour on Saturday and the half marathon on Sunday, you complete the mushroom challenge.
1: Yeah. Or you can complete the 5K on. There's a 5K also. Oh, as part of the mushroom challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Two ways to do it. And then they also had a a kids race on Saturday, for those of you that are interested in knowing that.
0: Yeah. So because we can't pass up on challenges, um, we signed up for the mushroom challenge, which included the bike thing. And Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of people at the time when we said we registered for it, because it's been a while. Yeah. Once we registered. Yeah. We were early. We were in there on the early Reg prices. Um encourages us to do it and said, Yeah, you'll have fun. You know, a lot of people always encouraging us to hop on a bike. Mm-hmm. Um biking's not necessarily something we do. Right. <laughs> so it is something different.
1: that we are striving to do and talk about doing more. Um and are, I guess, well on our way to doing
0: more, more than before. Yeah. So I always jokingly said, you know, I'll get into cycling when my body's too beat up from running as I get older and kind of make that transition. Um, but maybe I'll transition a little bit earlier or I guess make a mix of the two. Um, we actually did kind of end the summer. We actually both made the commitment to cycling to a certain degree in that we both actually bought new road bikes, Mm -hmm. um, new road bikes. We didn't have road bikes, but, um, but certainly new bikes. So we did make that slight commitment. So we bought road bikes basically. Basically. I'm just telling a really long story to say a small (laughs) thing. um, yeah, so we're on our way there. So um, the bike tour was a 20-mile ride, mm-hmm. um, which we went out there on Saturday, showed up there nice and early, got a great parking spot because yep. we're such early birds, um, got our packets, I guess.
1: Yeah, which yeah. included um, a cycling jersey.
0: Yep, that was included.
1: That was included. Although, unfortunately, they ran really small, like really small. So um, I don't think they fit like most people. Um, Although there's some talk about them possibly ordering more, but I don't know how that's going to work in terms of mm-hmm. getting people the right sizes or exchanging them. But, but yeah, but it was, it was a nice looking Jersey. It's
0: I was afraid it would be ugly, but yeah. it was nice. Um, mm-hmm. And I do recognize, I mean, through this whole thing, we're talking about the bikes a lot today. We're not cyclists. Don't claim to be experts. Right. We're coming at this as a total newbies, newbies into, to the bike yeah. coming from running. That's our whole experience. We're, we're talking about the jerseys are tight. I do recognize that cycling jerseys are supposed to be tight-fitting. Right, delivery, right. Yeah, we do <laughs> recognize that. these were very, very small. Yeah. Um, I actually gave you my jersey.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. So I'm in a men's large, which is still a little tight. <laughs> right. So that kind of gives and you I'm an in idea. And I'm
0: nothing because I, I wasn't even close to fitting in it, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we got our jerseys, and then it was basically just hang out, kill time. until yeah. um.
1: So it was go time.
0: So it was go time. Basically
1: rolling start. I think you had a, was it a half hour or an hour where you yeah, could there kind of Yeah, it was like start. a half hour range. Yeah. Anytime in there. Um, you got a um, a bib that they asked that you, that you wear. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on the left side of your body. I can't remember yeah, for sure. But, don't really know why. But yeah. No. And then and that actually had a, a timing chip on it. Like you would see on a regular, you know, like running race mm-hmm. bib. Um, and they also had a, um, a timing chip that you would put on your bike. So, so I don't really know why we need both, but.
0: Well, I don't think they used the timing chip on the bib. So. Got
1: it. They just used the one that was on the bike itself. Right. And then I guess the bib just to identify that you were part of the event. I think maybe. so. Okay.
0: Maybe for pictures. Because they did have a Oh, that's right. There. That's
1: right. Yeah. And they, they did delineate it that way. I remember that now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So it was going to be a rolling start during that time period. Uh, no roads were going to be closed mm-hmm. for the ride. So it was kind of an obey all traffic signals yep. type of thing. Um. Not a lot of people. No. So according to results... It's only about 110 people. Mm-hmm. So I think I expected more, although I really didn't know what to expect. Yeah,
1: I expected more, but I really don't know what number to give you. Like, yeah. I don't know if I expected 250 or three. I, I don't know. I think it was
0: 179 but, probably that you yeah. were expecting. You know, oh, okay. Just yeah. to so get so it's just, specific, just a
1: little yeah. shy of what I was expecting. <laughs> it wasn't, even though it was timed, it wasn't a race. Mm-hmm. You know, It was a bike tour, so it wasn't necessarily competitive, except they did have, um, uh, I can't remember exactly what they called it, but I, I call it like a King of the Mountain Challenge basically. Um, yeah, on one of the one of the or the main hill the
0: only real hill <laughs> yeah climb. well there
1: was a couple of other smaller climbs for okay. us for me non-cycling person mm-hmm. but yeah there was one that was like a little bit of a doozy so they did have i don't know what they awarded that person but they did get they did have a challenge there but otherwise not uh, not a race yeah. and they didn't make that pretty clear so mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah so it was basically we just headed out kind of in the group i think most people headed out at the same time anyways mm-hmm. yeah it was no big deal um and that was it just basically started the ride mm-hmm. um was kind of like a big a big loop in a way yeah um was the best way to describe it Um just like
1: a big clockwise loop
0: mm-hmm. uh the big climb was early on mm-hmm. um which was a doozy of a climb mm-hmm. um i think if you're if you're a cyclist if you're somebody that spends time on the bike doing this 20 mile ride was probably could have done this in your sleep wouldn't yeah. have required much effort from you would have been a piece of cake if you're somebody who doesn't ride a bike, wasn't the easiest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. I know the, the the one climb that they kinda did their King of the Mountain segment on. Um I don't know, that kicked my butt. Um really good. <laughs> I don't know, it was really tough for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it was there's was, there's was a lot of people walking their bikes up that at some point on that on that hill. Uh, right. so, so obviously uh, we weren't the only newbies out there. Yeah, yeah. We we managed to stay on our bikes climbing that hill yeah so but yeah definitely like got out of breath like okay just kind of just 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 keep pedaling so i don't have to try to unclip (laughs) on a hill and walk my bike so but yeah i mean it was it was it was a doozy yeah you're right for us cycling newbies so and i attacked the
0: hell out of that hill i actually passed a bunch of people you did Um, you flew
1: by me and i'm like okay i'm like i'm steady i'm not i'm not chasing them
0: no, when I got to the so, top, I stopped and waited for you, and took a break, and you know, I, was, I was probably not that far from passing out, or yeah. <laughs> but um, I was certainly just crazy winded at that point. So, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: But it was it was kind of nice to not have a like a totally flat course, you know, to have some sort of
0: no, no. At least have that
1: hill, some... and then there was a couple of other smaller, less steep, shorter,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, little after that, climbs it just... and
1: descents and that sort of thing. So it's nice just to have that change. It was kind
0: of I would just call it in the rolling hills. Yeah. Um, was a nice fun ride. I think. Once we got, you know, past the climb, it was kind of, everybody kind of spread out. So we were kind of just us at some point, us and a couple other people. Um, it was nice. They had one nice little aid station out there mm-hmm. with just some water. I don't think I saw any single person stop.
1: Yeah. Well, um, it was on a, on a, like a downhill, yeah, not a so, steep downhill, but I think most people are It was kind of not like, oh, there's stop still there. water. Of oh, course. Okay, there it went. Yeah. On
0: your bike at 15 miles, you don't need, if you got a bottle with you, you really didn't right, need water. Right. You're going to be so, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you mentioned that the course wasn't uh, close to traffic or anything. They did have markings and I would say probably like just enough markings. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe, maybe a few could have used a few more here and there, but I don't think there was any like crucial ones that were lacking. They did have some volunteers out there um, on like major turns to make sure we were headed in the right direction. So that was nice. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're not missing a turn or going the wrong way. So, um, Yeah.
0: Anything else you want to say about it? I mean, other than that, we just kind of finished.
1: Weather was like perfect.
0: Yeah. Weather was awesome. It was cool and sunny. Beautiful day. Yeah. Um, That
1: was the other thing being like cycling newbies is not knowing what to wear because I'm I'm pretty good at being able to tell, okay, I'm going to run a half marathon and it feels like this cold right now and it's supposed to be this warm. Okay. This is what I'm going to wear. But like on a bike, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Am I going to get colder? Do I need another layer? Do I not? So just it's a new sport.
0: Well it's interesting because I mean you're right in that in that I think we were more unsure of exactly what to wear. Yeah. Um although interestingly it was kind of the same as any other race that I've ever done. It's I just kinda looked around, I go, do these people think it's going to be freezing today? Or is there... I mean, I guess because I was a little bit unsure, I'm like, is there something I don't know? Because I right. saw lots of people in jackets and yeah. like just... And I kept thinking, their, should
1: I take my jacket? Yeah. I definitely did not need my jacket. You know, but, but some looking jerseys around, yeah. I was
0: like, hmm. But turned out we were fine. Yeah, we were fine. <laughs> it was like perfect. But I think I was a little warm at the end anyway. So yeah, it worked out, I guess. Yep. Uh, Finished the loop, came across the same finish line that we would use the next mm-hmm. day for the race. Yep. Um, And they had our... We actually got a medal uh-huh For finishing the bike tour um which is a nice looking medal. uh the outside of it's actually like a bike chain so i, I definitely give them actually big points on looks because it's pretty cool yeah. and i know probably getting a medal for a bike event is super oddball i'm assuming
1: right for just um, completing it for, for completing yeah, a yeah. 20 mile bike ride yeah but, um yeah i really like the metal for the bike tour um
0: and then definitely it's,
1: unique don't have anything else that looks like that
0: yeah different um and the ribbon's nice too so um yeah, I got got the ribbon. They had some water, uh, gave us a free water bottle. Kind of had usual kind of post race stuff.
1: Yeah, they had it in a little bag, which is nice. Again, mm-hmm. like a little plastic bag. So, chocolate milk.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of a lot for stuff. just like a little 20 mile. Yeah, it
1: almost <laughs> felt like it was like too much, but it, it, yeah, it was nice to have. So,
0: I um, uh, did have beer post race. Um, it was kind of early. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any. It was kind I of like either. too early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really break that much of a sweat to be wanting a beer at. Right whatever it was 9:45 in the morning probably when we finished or something like that.
1: Yeah, we had, we had um I think two free beer tags, which I mean normally you kind of get one, and there was two <laughs> cuz I think it was like two different companies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean I saw, saw a couple people drinking a beer, but I was trying to give mine a, my tags away and people were like, "Nah, I'm just having one." So, you know, and with everybody having two, it's just, it just was a bit bit bitter, like you said a bit early and a bit much. So, mm-hmm. they did have the um the kids races going on. Oh, that's right. Around I mean, we that time. So we up. saw them heading out, so that was that was cool. We were just, uh, oh, and then, then ended up picking up our bib for the half marathon for the, yeah. Yeah. Well, we were there. So, cause we needed to do that before race day.
0: Right. Um, so that was the bike tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we both had a lot of fun in kind of our, I guess that we would call that our first official biking event. Um, I know it's kind of a weird event anyways. I mean, a yeah. 20 mile hour bicycling standards is, is very, very short. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It was very different. Um, the climb was harder than I expected. Um ended up with some some knee pain in the back of my right knee. Oh, that's Which is right. unusual. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I think that basically fixed a week later. I, I think I just needed to adjust my cleats. Um, and that kind of solved that problem. So I think I'm good. And that and actually, I was trying to overcompensate, I think, too much. Because um, I have a bad left knee. So I think I was overcompensating too much uh, with my right knee. Especially trying on the to protect climb. it. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of, I think I overdid the right knee. Um That and probably my knees probably said, you know, Cycling, what the hell is this? We don't do this. What's going on here? This is completely different. Um, but yeah, super cool. Um, ended up being really fun. Um, yeah, so that was the Saturday. Uh, Sunday comes. It's half marathon day. Mm-hmm. Um, legs a little bit tired, I guess, on race morning. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that, was, that, that
1: was the other thing too. We were, yeah, we were kind of wondering what we were going to feel like the next day because we unfortunately didn't do too much cycling leading up to this event right. as we had originally planned to to do but it just didn't (laughs) really materialize Mm -hmm. yeah some
0: tire legs um like i said i had some knee pain from (laughs) the day before Mm -hmm. um so i had to deal with that on race day but um yeah i got to the race kind of the same thing as the day before Mm -hmm. um it was dark because this was a much earlier start yeah i think it was 7 a.m start for the run um i was surprised that like i said the number of people
1: yeah, when we, when we got there we expected to see even though we were a little well, actually we weren't that early, I don't think, when no. we actually went out there um to like the starting area. We, yeah, We definitely expected to see more people. Mm-hmm. So kind of um, surprised by that as well. Oh, one thing we didn't mention um that I thought that we kind of got a kick out of for, for both days, you know, because it's the same same setup, same area. Uh the porta potties that they had. Mm-hmm. I actually think they had like two or three that were designated for number one That's right. only. So they had to sign up, you know, just for number one. I know on the day of the bike tour, didn't really see too many people using the porta potties, just in general, like there wasn't really a line right. or anything. Um, and then for the the half marathon, I think that kind of just went out the window once there was lines.
0: Yeah. They, yeah. they were just regular porta potties. Yeah. So I think maybe if they had separated them out and put the signs. Like totally
1: separate. Yeah. That yeah. would have
0: actually been a good idea because there right. was a little bit of line before the race, but not yeah. too much. Yeah. I
1: just want to um, mention that because I thought that was, we got a kick out of that. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we actually didn't get to the race too early because we were kind of rushing um, beforehand. Yeah, um, I think we were actually joking that it was probably one of the the latest times—kind of latest times that we've ever kind of jumped in the start corral. Right, um, like just a
1: few minutes before. I think, I think
0: I jumped in two minutes before, three yeah, minutes yeah. before. Um,
1: but part of that was because it was
0: so small. So small that yeah. 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 Just as I'll get there when I get there. I was mm-hmm. I was even thinking to myself, "Ah, if I cross the start line, you know, by myself 10 minutes later, it's not going to even matter." So, um yeah, weather was perfect. It wasn't cold. Uh was dark, but mm-hmm. um seemed like it was going to be a nice day yeah. for a run. Uh anything else pre-race? Pre-race.
1: No, I mean, self seating in the start corral. Um they did have pacers. That's right. For quite a few different um times. For that, that size of a race, it was quite a few different pacing times. Right. It almost seemed like it was like every five minutes
0: um, I don't know. from I whatever I to
1: whatever. I can't remember what the earliest one. I know I always saw 130 for sure. And then it seemed to be almost like every five minutes until, I don't know. I can't remember what the the end, the other end was.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Um just kind of jumping on the course. The course was kind of similar to the bike ride. No big climb, but um, just kind of rolling hills. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually kind of one bigger climb in the middle of the race. Was certainly not a flat half marathon. It's definitely no. not a race that I would say like, hey, this is great to go run a PR or anything right. like that. Right, completely definitely agree. Not that. And we um, did
1: look at the the course profile ahead of time, so I we did. knew we knew that okay, it's not going to be flat.
0: That kind of screwed me up, to be honest, actually. Yeah. Because I looked at it pre-race. And I guess I told myself, okay, big climbs like at six and then there's another like uptick at 11 and mm-hmm. that's kind of what stuck in my head. And I think I was off by a mile. I think the big climb was more like seven. Mm-hmm. So when I kind of did a smaller climb at six, I was like, oh, this is much smaller than I thought. What was like, wait about seven. And then we got to seven and I was like, oh, this is what it was. Okay. Yeah. I was just off by a mile, but I'm um, still a good idea of having some idea of what's right, to come. Knowing that
1: it's not totally flat. Yeah. And I I remember kind of having those, those, um, like, Mark's in my head, too. But then also, I think we even looked... was in looked, your head. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and I think we also talked about, like, okay, the first half of it is going to be mostly, like, climbing for the most mm-hmm. part, even though it's not necessarily going to be steep. Yeah. And then the second half is going to be mostly downhill, downhill with, yeah. the, so with the exception of, like, the that climb at, like, 11. But I think the way it felt, it felt like it climbed less than I thought it was going to the first half. And it... Descended less than I thought I was going to have the second mm-hmm. half. Like yeah. it, the, the disparity wasn't there that I thought it was going to be. There, there. was no so extremes, that kind of, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's still a good idea to, to have an idea of what it's going to be like.
0: Um, you're kind of just ro- running out on kind of rolling hilly country roads. Um, there's no, there's no crowd support on this race. I mean, this is a small race. I haven't mentioned yeah. the number, but I think it was like 500 and something finishers for the half marathon. For the half marathon. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so you're not even out there with that many people. Um, did have aid stations, mm-hmm. which had water for sure. I think they had Gatorade right, or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't even remember.
1: Yeah. Uh, they said Gatorade. I don't know that it was actual Gatorade, but they definitely <laughs> had an electrolyte drink out there at every aid station. So okay. water, electrolyte, um, porta potties It seemed like they had pretty good volunteer support at the aid stations. Mm-hmm. I think there was only one where um, they just couldn't keep up with handing out the cups. It self so, <laughs> so, Yeah. So they still had enough cups on the table. So I just grabbed it off the table. And then they had a, a couple where you um could get goo i can't remember how many but there was a there's a couple yeah i know the people that, out at
0: so. i think it was mile seven Eight station or something somewhere around there we're super super peppy super cheerful like yeah they were quite like the bit. best like, like super energetic yep
1: like they really um, pumped you up
0: yeah yeah I was like, whoa they're like totally into it yeah <laughs> i almost like hey take it down a notch you guys are getting a little carried <laughs> away here this is supposed to be my mellow race what's That's going funny. on here um yeah, I mean, what else do we want to say Well, about I know one thing
1: you wanted to mention about the, the aid station specifically was the early garbage can syndrome. <laughs> you you um, always pay attention to that. Yeah,
0: early garbage can syndrome. Is that what I'm calling it? Um, I think mean,
1: that's what you've been calling it.
0: Yeah. This, or something similar. strace was definitely guilty of that. Um, and I'm, of course, referring to when, you know, you go through an aid station and there's like only one garbage can or two garbage cans and they're... Right after the tables, yeah. So everybody even had a
1: time to like take a sip, yeah. And it's a garbage can, and that's it.
0: So then you end up either, what you usually just end up is throwing them on the ground, yeah. Down the line,
1: past the the garbage can. Right. Where
0: if they would just move the garbage cans, you know, fifty feet down the road, everybody would probably just throw them in the garbage can. Yep. But um, yeah,
1: because when there's one further down, I'll throw it in there. Right. Yeah. But if like I passed it way long ago, well, not that long ago, but you know, like if it's like right next to Mm -hmm. the table. I'm not going to stand there and drink and then toss it in the garbage yeah. So, not so. an issue,
0: not a big deal or anything. No. But I always find it funny when I see that. I've been known to drag garbage cans down the road, um, to kind of correct the problem. I didn't do that this time. So, um, maybe next time, but yeah. um, I definitely do that sometimes. I'm like, hey, this will be easier for you guys in the end. I swear. Trust me on this. Um, yeah. <laughs> Forget about that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Of course, was, um, I mean, I think we said it was a, a loop with like a very small out and back section. Mm-hmm. So I was definitely looking, looking for you, and we actually had a, another friend out there running the half marathon. So I was looking for you guys in the outback section, but I think we like just missed each other because it was a pretty short out and back section. Very short. So and it was earlier on in the race, mm-hmm. so missed each other. But it's kind of nice to have that. Um, I think I think I'm trying to remember like markings, but I think they were oh, fine. Like I don't remember there being an issue in terms of where to go. But then again, I wasn't by myself at any point. So um, and yeah, a lot of it was like country roads, so it was like two lane roads. So like the lane you're running on would be closed, but the opposite one is, is open. So just being careful to not cross over to the other lane. Well, Because there's, there's cars rolling through there.
0: Well, to be honest, so imagine two-lane road. All the runners kind of on the right side of the road were taking mm-hmm. up one lane. I don't think they officially actually closed any of the road. Ah. Because when I was running on some of the roads, there was uh-huh. cars going both ways. So does that make sense? A car... Going the opposite way on that lane, kind of making, yeah. Kind of going the same way as the runners. Yeah. So, But there was in the lane cars, that you're running in? No, they just went to the other lane. Oh, right. Yeah. But then there was traffic coming the other way. Yes. So it was like traffic still coming and going, but they were just using one lane. Right. But I don't think officially like any lanes were actually closed at all. Oh, okay. It's just country roads. We just roads. took up the lane. Yeah. We just okay. took up the lane and then there's just kind of so few cars in that section Probably yeah there weren't a
1: lot of cars yeah so it was not like it home. but yeah because it wasn't like that the entire time and then once we were kind of in a busier area we were basically on uh, the shoulder right yeah so yeah, i just thought
0: it was weird because i was like oh i'm like i guess they didn't close any roads because there was cars kind of going both ways
1: yeah i just so- figured somebody was manning Directing that traffic. yeah and although really- i never saw anybody yeah, but-, neither, so- but i just assumed and then they did have you know like um police officers at a couple of the bigger intersections to, yeah. to kind of closer the, back to town.
0: Yeah. Not that thing. there was that many, but, yeah.
1: um, just to make sure did see a dead cat, <laughs> which I don't think I've seen that.
0: It's a little bit weird. Yeah. Kind of right where we were running. Right. Essentially. You, it's you like, had to oh, either okay. it's like, step right over thing. him or around him. Yeah. So couldn't have missed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just, I mean, I don't know why I'm mentioning that other than just, it's because got kind weird. Of an Yeah. Thing. It's just kind of an oddball thing. <laughs> And then that, that little hill at 11 felt mm-hmm. a lot bigger at 11 than it mm-hmm. would have like at two. So yeah, it was like, it was like, oh, really I'm kind of tired. But yeah, okay. The but then legs. you, then, you know, like, okay, after this, it's pretty much downhill and flat, mm-hmm. you know, ac- according to the elevation profile. So, which it actually really was. So yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else? Should we just mention the finish line? Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, what so kind the finish of... line is the day before, day before, uh, yeah. Cross so, the line, got mm-hmm. a medal.
1: Yep, got a medal. Um,
0: it's good looking medal. Good looking medal. Yep, um,
1: color scheme and everything kind of goes together with the other events, right? You know, so kind of like a blue, yellow, gray mm-hmm. color scheme for the for the whole the whole weekend, uh, and then um, food again. So water, chocolate milk, bag with food, beer, beers. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, and then they had a little bit more this time. They had um like yogurt popcorn i don't even remember what else but they had they had more more things um in terms of like post-race food they had had quite a bit Mm -hmm. you know for like a a small-ish half marathon right um oh and then um head over to the information booth for the the mushroom challenge medal Mm -hmm. which all all you needed is to have your your bib for the half marathon or i guess if you had run the 5k for the 5k um, and then they had your name on, on the list and then, you know, just check you off and give you your mushroom challenge medal,
0: which was also a cool looking medal. No complaints on that one either. So, uh, I guess all the bling that we got for the weekend was pretty nice. They they actually did a really nice job on the ribbons on all of them. Yeah. It I really like the ribbons. Race logo and kind of the challenge or the race name and the year. And they're pretty good looking actually. So yeah. Good size too. About that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else post race? Otherwise, um, I don't know if there was anything about your specific race that you post wanted to rate, share. Nothing
1: post-race. Oh, one thing we didn't mention, the shirts for the half marathon, um, the ones we got were actually not tech. Right. They were cotton. Mm-hmm. Um, they did have an option for tech, I guess, at some point, but I don't remember seeing that like, at registration or anything, so maybe I just clicked off the wrong thing. I don't know. I don't really remember. It was a long time ago. I I don't know.
0: But. I don't remember either, and I couldn't care less.
1: <laughs> yeah, but just wanted to I think to the person that. in
0: front of me when we were getting our shirts um, on the Saturday was kind of surprised that it wasn't tech but i was like eh, whatever i was like i run and care the last thing i really need is another tech shirt
1: so. yeah yeah so individual races yeah i mean do you want to go first no good okay so i was not really going for a time or anything because fig- i mean it wasn't it wasn't a fast course from what we could tell and um legs retired from the day before i was hoping to finish around 150 to two Mm -hmm. I figured that was pretty reasonable, depending on how my legs felt from the day before. Um, Ended up lining up close to the 150 pacer, I think. Not on purpose, but just, and I'm like, okay, well, we'll just see. And then, um, I can't remember, is it kind of, pretty much from the, when we make that right turn, like at the start, isn't it like a slight little climb? It's like a slight incline. Yes. You just kind of feel it. And so, um, I was already having, having trouble, like keeping up with the 150 pacer at that point. Like, yeah, my legs feel a little tired. So, and my plan was, I think I even told you, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to take it easy and I'll just like take pictures and that sort of thing. So that was, that was my plan. Um, and then I don't really know exactly when, but just a couple miles into it, I started feeling really good and I'm like, okay, well, we'll just see how long this lasts. I'm like, I'll probably blow up (laughs) later. I'm like, but then at that point I'll just, uh, you know, walk the uphills, take my goo at the uphill, take pictures, you know, that sort of thing. So that was my plan. Um, so I kept pretty close to the one fifty pacer. Um he would um pass me on the uphill and then I'd blow by him on the downhills. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm like, well I'm gonna be relatively close to him, probably. I'm totally fine with that. I'm like, and even if I slow down a little bit, I should be under two. Um And then I just, I felt really good. I don't know what happened, but like my legs didn't feel as tired anymore. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I was like going, you know, just based on feel and I figured I'll just run this pace until I can't and then I'll slow down. And I pretty much didn't slow down, ended up passing him. I don't really remember where I know it was in the second half. Um, after that, it was definitely after that main climb at like six or seven, Mm -hmm. Um, cause he was ahead of me at that point. I'm like, okay, I can still kind of see him, but I thought he was going to drop me. And then I ended up passing him on that. Oh, there was kind of a, a little bit of a steepish downhill after that climb. Mm-hmm. wasn't too long, but that was fun. Yeah, it was so, too short. I wanted it longer. Yeah. Trail, but, <laughs> um, definitely feels shorter when you're going downhill, Yeah. you know? So, um, so yeah, passed him at that point and I didn't see him again. So stayed ahead of him and just kept pushing. So ended up taking no pictures. So I would, had like a plan to post pictures and everything, but I ended up taking no pictures at all. But I was just like, I feel really good. I'm just going to go with it. So, um, you know, didn't really have any issues on the race. It was a little weird starting in the dark. Haven't, haven't done that in a little while. Yeah. It seemed weird. Yeah. Like even just like the first half mile or mile, I'm like, okay, I really got to like pay attention. Make sure I don't like step into like a pothole or, you know, something like that. Um, weather well, was perfect, Mention mentioned that. I think I ran with, um, Arm warmers, which I haven't done that in a while. And I thought I'd get hot for sure, but I didn't. So which I'm that, shocked. Which is weird. Yeah. yeah that's, I usually end up rolling them down. And that's why I ran with them because they don't bother me if I just roll them down and have them at my wrists. But I never ended up doing that. I think I took... I don't even remember. I was going to say two goos, but it, I think it was two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think it was two goos. And then, yeah, it came through the finish line. I think it finished like in 146 something, which mm-hmm. is actually my... Well, did we run another half marathon? Yeah, we did. It was so it was the fastest half marathon I've run this year and the fastest I've run, I think, in like a year and a half. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I, so I felt pretty pretty pumped about that. Not that I was going into it that way, but the fact that it wasn't a, a flat course mm-hmm. um and I felt pretty good. Even at the end I didn't feel like I was gonna pass out or anything, you know. Um I don't know how much faster I could have gone, but I didn't feel like I was gonna pass out. Plus having the bike ride the day before. I'm like, oh I'm like, okay, I don't feel so bad. So I was, I was, I was pretty happy about that. Um, but I actually really liked the course itself in terms of it not being flat. Mm -hmm. I really like rolling courses to run on just because it's like, you just keep changing, you know, like, it's not like, okay, it's totally flat and I have to just like keep propelling myself forward. I like the, okay, I'm climbing a bit. Yeah. This kind of sucks. I'm tired. I'm slowing down, but then you get to go downhill. And then, I don't know. I really, that's just, I really liked the course.
0: Well, I think it was probably a really good change of pace coming after Chicago which yeah, is probably super flat. And so I think we were both mentally like, oh, some hills sounds like a good idea.
1: Right. So I mean, I'm and I know kind of I wasn't up. going for a PR by right, any right. means. Um so but I just really, you know, liked the course and had a good time and yeah, it's pretty much my race. So, um want to talk about your race?
0: Yeah, my race. Um I took way less pictures than I normally did. Do because you said you were going to take pictures. That was totally my plan. Pictures. I didn't. That's why we have less pictures.
1: Yeah. I took pictures um, at the beginning <laughs> and I took pictures at the finish line,
0: I think but I nothing asked, in between. I asked you after, oh, did you take some pictures? I'm like, no. I'm like, wait, what? What? That's not oh, what we coordinated. Yeah.
1: And I was like, nope. I'm like, I felt really good and I I ran.
0: <laughs> um, so my race, I definitely didn't care about my time at all. wasn't shooting for a time. Um, my legs were still tired from the day before. My knee actually hurt. I was kind of worried about the knee. Um from being on the bike cuz it was kind of different some new I was like, "Huh, this doesn't feel that great." I was just one of those things where I hope this doesn't if it gets worse during the race it was going to be a problem. Um bothered me a bit in the beginning, but um truthfully as the race went on it actually got better over time. But um wasn't shooting for a time. I kind of said like, eh, I just want to be like under 230." Um I had a buddy out there. Um I think he was kind of coming into it out of shape, so he was kind of saying the same thing. He's like, "Ah, eh, just like 230." So we were like, "All right, cool." We actually lined up really Basically at the back of the, at the, basically as far back as you could go at the start. Um, and just kind of cruised at the first part of the race. And I think we kind of ran around each other and saw each other a few times. And, um, like I said, the knee didn't feel great early, but kind of got better as time went on. Um, definitely wanted to be under 230. Started the big climb right at the start of the climb, like around seven or whatever that was. Here comes a 230 pacer up next to me and I was like, God, I won't repeat what I <laughs> yeah. said, but I was like, Oh man, I was like, you're not supposed to be <laughs> Um, so I basically just latched on to her and ran to the top of the hill, um, with the, the 230 pacer and actually, I think probably, probably 50 yards from the top. I actually kind of let her go and I just walked to the top. And then as soon as I got over to the top of the hill, I was, um, bad out of hell down the hill. Um, Pass her real quick. I probably passed, I don't know. I passed a lot of people. I basically just hauled it down the hill. Um, and actually ended up finishing the race, probably ran the second half of the race pretty well. Um, I was very happy with how my last mile went. That's kind of weird. Grab onto certain things, but I actually ran the last mile of the race pretty hard. Um, pretty hard, pretty consistent and finished pretty strong. Um, so I think I finished in like 224, um, which is not bad considering I was, at the top of the hill, which was like seven, I was at a two thirty um projected time, I guess, if I was with the two thirty pacer. Mm-hmm. I think she was on on pace. Um and like I said, the last couple of miles the, the knee basically I think it warmed up and felt fine, so it wasn't an issue over the last couple of miles, which is probably why I ran faster at the end. But um for a day where I wasn't chasing a time and just kinda enjoying the rolling hills and looking around at the scenery and not too many people, um I was just kinda happy to be out doing a race. So, um, definitely had fun. That was kind of, I guess, all I have to say about my race. Yeah, not much to it other than that, right?
1: I don't know. I didn't do your race. How come? <laughs> no. I did. I did get to see uh, quite a few um pacers coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they all seem to be pretty spot on
0: with their with their time okay. So
1: yeah, you know, hung out and cheered people in and stuff. And it is kind of a nice little um finish because it's like in a I guess it's like in a parking area.
0: Uh-huh. um
1: but you know so there's people like kind of like lined up mm-hmm. you know as you're coming through so um not tons of people but no, there's small. but there's people there it's a nice long so. straight away yeah. of into
0: the finish line which was yeah. kind of nice so can't complain on that one yeah um so yeah overall i mean i think we definitely enjoyed the event mm-hmm. um the bike thing part of it was super cool super different for us um the race we enjoyed it's uh was smaller than i think we thought yeah um you know if, if you're kind of local here in norcal it's probably a race worth going to and doing, checking out. It's not something I would tell anybody to come from out of state, um, and make the trip for.
1: Right. If um, you happen to be visiting out of state, then it's randomly, worth to go. Um, it's, worth it's going. Fine. I mean,
0: uh, everything was you know well organized. Um, familiar with the timing company, they always do a good job, so no complaints there. Mm-hmm. One of those companies that I think you could have gotten your results right there at the finish line, right?
1: Yeah, they they always have a um laptop that so you can over go over, and actually I did that for the half marathon. I think. Yeah. Uh, went over there and you can type in your bib number and it tells you your result. Your where you placed in your age and all of that already. So and they
0: actually email splits during the race. It was kind of funny. I think at about the four mile mark, there was a, a timing mat and I got an email on my phone that said, you've reached mile 10 in blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, no, but that was followed <laughs> up quickly by a more correct. <laughs> you've reached mile four. And yeah. whatever." But, um, so they do a good job with that. Um,
1: and they send you like a, a finish time, you know, afterwards. afterwards. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to have that.
0: Um, so that's the race. Um, reg is open for next year. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, According to the registration, they're bringing the bike tour back.
1: Mm-hmm. They're
0: doing the mushroom challenge again next year. Yeah, um, but they're bringing back the full marathon as well. Right. So kind of weird that the, the full took one year off. Um, I was actually looking at total numbers this year compared to last year, and it looks like the numbers of people that they had this year was down quite a bit. So I don't know if losing the marathon this year actually kept some people away. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: It'll be interesting to see what happens with the numbers next year. Yeah, like, if do it they rebound pops right back up? Or, yeah,
0: and it, we're not talking massive difference right 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 um, definitely several hundred people yeah um difference although which is strange because for the full marathon it's not going to be a fast one because it's you know rolling hills Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily going to be a fast marathon it's definitely not a come get your bq type of yeah thing so yeah all right so that's the wrap up on that anything else you want to say
1: no i mean i think it it was a it's it's a nice weekend you know just to to have like various events and stuff and kind of if they do have the marathon then you really have um, events or distances for like everybody Mm -hmm. you know kids run 5k half full bike tour on a different day you know combination so i think if you're able to do the combo bike tour and one of the the runs it'd be uh, i'd recommend you definitely do it
0: yeah yeah um so that's that wrap up uh the one other thing we're just going to mention is basically a week later we went out and did another bike ride um we did this event called wheels for meals which Mm -hmm. benefits meals for wheels got that two weeks in a row i think um and that was a 15-mile bike ride that we did in Livermore, California, mm-hmm. um, which got us back on the bikes, Yeah, which is cool. Um, almost felt like the second ride was much easier. Legs felt better. I adjusted my cleats. My knee felt better. Mm-hmm. Um, I
1: did better with clipping in and out.
0: It was a shorter, easier ride. Yeah. but um,
1: Although I still fell over going over an extension cord, but we won't talk about that.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll move on from that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've they've been doing the event for seven years. It's kind of like a fundraising thing. Um,
1: they did take last year off, and I can't remember why. Yeah, it was but, kind of yeah, a weird Yeah, but they didn't do it last year. Um, they have three uh, distance options available. So fifteen miles is the the shortest distance, thirty five miles, and then seventy miles. So kind of a little bit of uh, um, an option for for different levels of mm-hmm. cyclists. Yeah, yeah.
0: So um, yeah, I mean it was for a good cause. It's good people. Um, a fun event. It's kind of interesting. We did a fifteen mile ride and. Whether you do the longer ones or the 15-mile, they do have, I don't know if I should call them aid stations, or, or do they call stations? Them recharge stations, or I don't know what they call it depends them.
1: depends on, yeah, what you read.
0: Um, but then they had, you know, it was a chance to actually, you actually stop, get off the bike. Um, they had lots of snacks and candy, and, mm-hmm. you know. like they have your,
1: bathrooms available, which is bathrooms, nice. Bathrooms. Yeah. Like, you really need Sunscreen. it. Sunscreen.
0: Because you've been on your bike for all of, you know, 30 minutes, probably, 20 minutes. Yeah, it been like five minutes, miles. But, um, yeah. But I, that's actually one of the things I enjoy about it because mm-hmm. um, you just kind of stop and hang out and yeah. chit chat and have some can- – I had a bunch of M&Ms. Yeah,
1: I had a bunch and- of chocolate-covered almonds, <laughs> which, I mean, I totally did not need. I probably hadn't burned anywhere near that many calories, but it was, it was nice. Yeah.
0: And it was a 15-mile ride, and that was one of two stations <laughs> like that. Exactly. So we, of course, stopped we again. we stopped at both. <laughs> I think there was less stuff at the second one. There but, was. Um, yeah. But it, it, it's so weird. You're just not out there long enough to like need a stop or anything like that. But hey, why not? It's part yeah. of the event and part of the fun. So yeah. Um, enjoyed the, it.
1: The the 15 mile course is I think partly like on just uh, um, streets or roads and then partly on, I'd say maybe like half, half, like half of it's like on bike paths.
0: I guess. A little yeah. bit less, I think. okay. But, yeah. So that's kind
1: of nice. Yeah. I mean, it, it is marked, but I think it could definitely use a, a few more markings. We actually, I think, took a, a wrong turn at one spot, which <laughs> we which we weren't the only ones. There was like a small group of us. It was a whole group. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, wait a minute. They were supposed to go right back there. And then afterwards, we realized, wait a minute. I think we did this the last time we were here at the same exact spot. Yeah. So um, yeah, if anything, I would just recommend maybe adding a couple of signs um, right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird because you're trying to follow the path. Like, I could easily get us back to... The, the location of this event, right, the right. park that it's at. But yeah. I was trying to follow the route, but it's just kind of yeah. weird cause I know the area and I'm like, I could just, I could just get us back there, but I yep. don't know which way we're supposed to go. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then post ride or whatever, they had a barbecue,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: was included in kind of your registration fee and stuff and the live music. Yeah. And so it was kind of cool just hanging out and they had a couple vendor booths mm-hmm. type of stuff. So, um,
1: you don't, yeah. you don't get, um, like a shirt or anything included in your registration, but registration is, is pretty cheap. Yeah. Um. But you do have the option to like purchase various things right. either when you register or even on site, you know, they, they had some pretty good looking jerseys. Um. They have like, uh, you know, shirts like t-shirts, they have bags, coolers, all kinds of different stuff. So definitely have option to purchase whatever you want if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So another fun day uh, for a good cause. Yeah. That one. So another goddess. nice weather day. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. We've, we've been working out. Um, which is interesting because I think it poured like crazy the next day, right? Yeah. Yeah. That the event was on a Saturday and then I on think Saturday it just I think it rained the day rain. before
1: and then total pouring rain the night ne- the day yeah. after. So we had like the one day of like sunshine and and um part of the course is like through like uh I don't know if we talked about it but like it's kind of like wine country you oh. know in Livermore and mm-hmm. in Vineyard, so that's that's pretty although not flat there either so we had to do a little bit of climbing. Yeah, but very, not as steep very, as the day very, or yeah. I was going to say the day before the week before I guess yeah. it was so
0: very very small but yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that. I mean, that's that's two weeks of bike events for us. I don't know mm-hmm. when we'll ever say that again. Yeah, if, if ever, if ever, yeah.
1: we're not registered for any bike events no. currently. <laughs> not not to say that we're not looking for any, but we're just not currently
0: registered for anything. So. No, I mean, I think you know, obviously, we're we're talking about this stuff because it's kind of different for us, and I think it's kind of interesting to a certain degree. Being a runner, kind of just getting on the bike Not for the first time. I mean, I used to mountain bike years ago, but um, definitely no events or anything like that. Yeah, but um. I lost my train of thought. I have no idea where I was going with that.
1: About I was saying that we're not signed up for any events, but not that we're saying we're opposed to signing up for bike events. No, okay. nothing. Okay. I don't know. We'll just Yeah, I mean I think yeah. eventually
0: we'll I mean you've done a couple duathlons. Yeah, in and the I'll, past. I'll continue
1: and I think I'll probably do the Mermaid one next year and mm-hmm. I'll probably do their their bike event next year too and I definitely want to be more consistent on the bike between now and then versus mm-hmm. just those two weekends back to back and then nothing again until the next bike event.
0: <laughs> Although it's funny kind of before these two weekends. You know, we we had bought new bikes and I was like, Oh yeah, this is gonna be fun, it's gonna be cool, it's something different. Um, you know, maybe someday we'll do a century ride. Um you know, kind of stuff to look forward to. And when we got to the top in my head when I got to the top of that hill at Morgan Hill, and I was yeah. like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing a century. I'm like, this is too damn hard. You know? You're going to die. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I, would, I would kill myself on a century ride. But, um, well,
1: you build up to it though, no, right? I know. I understand yeah. that. Like you but, don't start running and then sign up for a marathon like right exactly. off the bat. So you're not going to like have two rides on a bike and then sign up for a century. But that's what
0: popped in my head. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're still going to be focusing on One step at a time. Um, We're not going to be throwing a whole bunch of bike events kind of into this podcast, but, um, we'll right. always mention when we get out there, um for this type of stuff. So all right, let's move on. Some people got upcoming races.
1: Yeah. So um just wanna wish good luck to Rich who's running Monumental Marathon, and then Emmanuel and Abel who are running New York City Marathon.
0: The big one. Yeah. Just this you weekend. and you know fifty thousand other people. Something like
1: that. Yeah. Yep. Message received. So for feedback we heard from Lou who recommended we consider the Philly Marathon for two thousand seventeen. He said it's an underrated big city race and it's definitely something we're considering, although I think at this point, we're waiting to hear on Berlin before Berlin. making any other fall or winter commitments. Yes. Yeah.
0: I think if we don't get into Berlin, then... Philly's a definite a possibility. possibility. It's a it's a 100% definite possibility.
1: <laughs> what does that even mean? Exactly. That we're going to for sure consider it? Is that what we're saying? Yes. Is that what that means? Yes. We'll okay. give it full consideration. Awesome. Um, and then we heard from John, um, kind of an interesting... Uh, post or a or, or message that he sent over email, I should say. Um, so he's a letter carrier for the Canada Post. And for the heck of it, he ran a small part of his uh, route recently. He's heard of letter carriers who have run their entire route, though some are over 20k. So maybe he says this is a myth of postal lore. He said the practice seems insane, extreme and intriguing. So he wanted to know if we had heard any anecdotes about people who run at work, um, which I have not heard of people running at work. I've heard of lots of people Run commuting, so running to and or from work, mm-hmm. but not actually on the job. Does that makes sense. Like, not like if they're postal carriers or I'm not sure what else I would.
0: Yeah. Running your pos- throw in there. postal route actually seems kind of interesting. It does. But they do it whether you work on or off day or whatever. Um, seems interesting. Um, I, I don't know of anybody personally. I'm trying to rack my brain here that actually run commutes to work or even runs during their lunch hour. Yeah, I don't think I know anybody yeah. that even runs. I know people their...
1: who, I know quite a few people who run during their lunch hour. Really? Yeah. And then I know, not in this area, because a lot of people actually commute quite a ways out here. Um, but I know some people who run too from work. So not necessarily every day, but yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. If I, think. I commute. If I had to run to and from work, I would I would either be one, like, an awesome runner by now, or I'd be dead one or the other. I couldn't make it. Or I'd quit my job, I guess. Actually, I'd yeah. probably quit after a week, but um, yeah, too far for me. Yeah, so.
1: but I mean, I think it'd be really interesting to run your your postal route if you could. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, don't, I mean, I don't know, like, how the logistics of that would work <laughs> and, like, how much how much extra Weight you'd be carrying and how, like, that all works. zigzagging
0: and... is there on a postal delivery route? I don't know. You know, how yeah. much, like, back and forth? Because you know, you have to hit every single house. Right. I don't know what direction. Are you, know. like, backtracking a lot? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: Postal carriers chime in.
1: Yeah. Let yeah. us know. So he's hoping to run Saskatchewan Marathon again next May. He said uh Vancouver could happen. So, yeah, maybe we'll see him there.
0: Yeah. All right. I guess that's going to wrap it up uh, for this episode. Nothing exciting this coming weekend in terms of us running ourselves. Uh, New York Marathon is this weekend, mm-hmm. so um, we'll That's definitely exciting. talk about the results of that one on the next episode. And I will, I'll try to watch it. I don't know that I'll be up that early to kind of watch it live, but I will try to catch it. And I, know I may forget about it. And there's going to be several top American runners out there doing New York. Um, several kind of top American runners doing their first marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly Huddle comes to mind, and. Um, I know triathlete Gwen Jorgensen, I think is going to be out there. I don't know that she's ever, I'm not sure if she's ever done a, a marathon, marathon by itself or not. So, um, should be interesting following up on that. So if you got time, if you catch this in time and you get the chance, check out New York marathon this weekend. All right. I guess that's going to do it.
1: The website for the podcast is dot com. You could find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash embrace Send us any comments, questions, or feedback at feedback at EmbraceRunning.com or leave us a voicemail at 925-400-7223. If you enjoy the show, give us a review on iTunes. So until next time, Embrace Running.